I'm Caitlin Bloom, and welcome to Talk Therapy to Me, where we learn to practice self-awareness and self-care and meet our individual needs. No cash required. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Talk Therapy to Me with your host, Caitlin. So excited you decided to join me again today. I wanted to talk about grief. And I know you're probably thinking, wow, okay, like, really coming in with the heavy stuff. And I get that. I also get that it's a really important topic to discuss, especially with the upcoming holiday season. And to get it started, I wanted to share a Lemony Snicket quote. And if you're not familiar with him, he wrote the series of unfortunate events, which I was super into as a kid, still love them, hold a special place in my heart. I think about this quote a lot, and I really think that it explains grief really well. It is a curious thing, the death of a loved one. We all know that our time in this world is limited, and that eventually all of us will end up underneath some sheet never to wake up. And yet, it is always a surprise when it happens to someone we know. It is like walking up the stairs to your bedroom in the dark and thinking there is one more stair than there is. Your foot falls down through the air and there is a sickly moment of dark surprise as you try and readjust the way you thought of things. And I just think about that quote a lot. You're probably like, wow, are you okay? However, it's such like a a visceral description of grief and how it can sit in our bodies and that feeling of missing a step, if you know that, that feeling of nauseous energy in your stomach, then this makes sense to you. And I think as someone who has experienced grief, I think that applies. And if you're interested, it's from his book called Horseradish. To dig into grief a little bit, we know that grief has a way of knocking us off balance, leaving us reeling and desperate for some sense of stability when we need it most. Some days it can feel like we're buried underneath the weight of literally everything. Perhaps it even seems like you're in the middle of the ocean, desperate to come up for air, but the heaviness of it all keeps you stuck flailing to stay afloat. Other days, despair may simply pool around your feet like waves lapping softly against the shore, ever-present, but with a natural ebb and flow. Maybe you feel like you're somewhere in the middle of those extremes. All of that is normal. There is no one way to navigate your grief. Every person is complex, filled to the brim with varying emotions and experiences. These emotions and experiences can make us view and process a situation differently from someone else. Remember, remember, remember that it is unfair to yourself to think that you should be feeling grief in a particular way. It is important to offer yourself grace. I know y'all hear that from me a lot, but I'm going to say it again. It is important to offer yourself grace and compassion because All of these feelings are valid and they deserve their time to be expressed. I do want to say too that grief is not something that just quote unquote goes away. 
When we lose someone who is extremely important to us, why do we expect that to disappear with time? When someone means something to us, they hold a place in our hearts, our lives, our being. They are a part of us. And I'll give you another quote. I know I'm full of quotes today. For any Doctor Who fans out there by Jamie Anderson, it's a really good one. And I'm sure you've heard the last part of it. I've seen it in a lot of places. However, the quote goes as, Grief, I've learned, is really just love. It's all the love you want to give but cannot. All that unspent love gathers up in the corners of your eyes, the lump in your throat, and in that hollow part of your chest. Grief is just love with no place to go. And I think about that a lot as well. Because when you lose someone, you don't have that love to give them in that moment. Because they're not there. And what do you do with all of that love? It's just kind of sitting there. So, I think it's important to figure out what you can do with that love that you still have and how to process cope with that grief. I also think it's important to think about what that looks like when special events or milestone situations, even holidays come up. So it all circles back to holidays, right? So I'll give you an example of something I experienced in my life. My grandfather was very into Thanksgiving he always cooked the turkey, like the huge shebang, a whole situation, right? And I can still see him like it was yesterday, carrying it in with excitement, pride, and just like ready to feed everyone, right? And I still also remember that first Thanksgiving without him. And I remember seeing my grandmother's car pull up and... I felt a fresh wave of grief come over me when he didn't get out of the car and when I didn't see him as I opened the door to greet her. It was like being hit, honestly, with a sledgehammer all over again. And this is normal. Like he had died months before and I had processed it. However, this was the first holidays without him. And so it's just really important to remember that our minds, our bodies, our beings become so used to the status quo, the comfort of a particular person, a loved one, and we need to offer ourselves grace as we literally try to readjust how we thought of things. I also think there can be a lot of bittersweetness during the holidays after loss, and I think it's so important as I said, to find ways to navigate that. I found some tips that I've found very helpful in my journey and hope they can be helpful for you. Feel free to try some of these and finagle them or try something on your own to meet your own needs during this holiday season. So, some tips, ideas for coping with grief during the holidays. Want y'all to remember, first and foremost, acknowledge that the holidays will be difficult. Don't hold high expectations for yourself that everything will be the same as it always is. It won't, just frankly. To you decide what traditions you want to keep and change. Is it too painful to keep doing what you've always done with that family member or loved one? Maybe it's time to consider how to change up that tradition. Three, 
Maybe even create a new tradition to honor the memory of your loved one. Four, remember that not everyone will be grieving the same way you are. This does not cancel out your process or theirs, but it's just something to keep in mind that we all have different ways of grieving. Five, include one of your loved one's favorite dishes in the holiday meal. Maybe they were like really hype about something in particular. Include it, talk about it, remember the good times. Six, play your loved one's favorite holiday music or watch their favorite movie. And there might be a lot of feelings involved with that. However, I think it can be very healing. Next, honestly, think about skipping holiday events if you feel overwhelmed or overloaded. Check in with yourself to determine this. If you need some quiet time or just honestly to step into a different room and breathe for a moment, that's okay. Things can be a lot during this time and it's okay to feel like you need some space and some quiet time. Also, remember that crying is okay. There may be triggers everywhere during the holiday season, so allow yourself and others in your circle, at your events, to really grieve and express those feelings as they come. They might hit you out of nowhere. Like I mentioned in my personal story, might just come out of, out of nowhere like a sledgehammer, you know? And then you're like, wow, those are still fresh. So, and even if they're not fresh, something still might hit you. That's the funny thing about grief is that you can't always prepare for it. Next, I would definitely emphasize this. Ignore people who want to tell you what you should do for the holiday. Listen to yourself, trust yourself, communicate with your family and loved ones, and do what works for you. This isn't about everybody else. This is about you. Think about boundaries that we talked about in the previous episode and incorporate those into what you're doing for this holiday during your grief. I want to also emphasize, try and not make food or alcohol your therapy. Check in with yourself again and understand like why you're maybe indulging in overeating because I know we do that for Thanksgiving and Christmas or any other holidays. However, why are you doing it? Is it because you're like trying to stuff down some uncomfortable feelings or minimize them. I know a lot of people who do that with alcohol and I get it. However, just check in with yourself about it and allow yourself to feel and express those feelings. And again, step away if you feel overwhelmed. All in all, I want y'all to remember that during the holidays, it's okay to be happy. I know we have been talking about a lot of uncomfortable feelings, sad feelings. However, there can be moments where you feel a lot of joy. And I want to say that that doesn't diminish how much you love and miss the person who isn't there this holiday. I don't want you to feel guilty for the joy you do find this holiday season. Soak it up and appreciate it for what it is. It is okay to exist in both grief and joy at the same time. So the biggest takeaway from this is that grief is between you and the person you lost. It's no one else's business how you process or what even your timeline entails. This is your individual journey 
because navigating grief is as unique as fingerprints. Like I said, we all have different ways of grieving. Allow your feelings and emotions the space they deserve to express themselves so you can grow and you can find peace and maybe help some other loved ones along the way. With all that said, I hope this was helpful as you continue to make plans for the holidays and spend time with your families. Thanks again for listening to Talk Therapy to Me with your host, Caitlin. Talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.